Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Seattle Learning Academy's American English Pronunciation Podcast. My name is Mandy, and this is our 32nd episode. The past two episodes were about syllable stress, and today I'm going to continue with that theme. I'm spending a lot of time talking about syllable stress because it really is a big deal. If you continually stress the wrong syllable while speaking, your listeners will undoubtedly miss parts of what you are saying. And if you don't use syllable stress correctly, it will also mess up how you use intonation because intonation relates directly to stressed syllables. I will eventually get into shows specifically about intonation. First today, let's review everything we learned so far about syllable stress. We learned the two-syllable word rule. It said that we will stress the first syllable of two-syllable nouns, adjectives, and adverbs, and that we will stress the second syllable of two-syllable verbs. It isn't always true, but it is often true. Then we learned that suffixes, those short endings added to the words, may dictate which syllable receives the stress. So far, we only learned suffixes that cause the syllable before the suffix to take the stress. Those were the T-I-O-N-S-I-O-N suffix and the I-C suffix. We also learned that when we add the A-L and A-L-L-Y suffix to those suffixes, the stress stays in the same place it was before the secondary suffix was added. Let's review our examples from the last two weeks. First, the T-I-O-N-S-I-O-N suffix. Remember, we stress the word on the syllable before the T-I-O-N or S-I-O-N, even when A-L or A-L-L-Y is also added to the word. Listen to the syllable stress in the word profession. It is on the fesh syllable of the word. It stays there for the words professional and professionally. Now listen to an ick suffix example. Here's a short little word, classic. I can add A-L and get classical, or add A-L-L-Y and get classically. Today I'm going to tell you about the I-Z-E-I-S-E suffix. This suffix is used to create verbs, often from nouns and adjectives. I want to add that Americans are more likely to spell these verbs with a Z, and British are more likely to use the S spelling. In the transcripts for this show, I am only going to use the American spellings of the words in order to keep it simple. I'd go crazy if I were to check each spelling to see if it is different from what I'm accustomed to. I certainly mean no disrespect to English-speaking countries with other spellings. So, the I-Z-E suffix creates verbs, and those verbs will be stressed in the third to the last syllable. I know it is hard to hear these long words, then need to think backwards to figure out the stress. Sorry about that. 
until an intuitive knowledge of these rules is acquired, you're stuck counting or comparing to another word with the same number of syllables. Let's look at some examples. First, here are a few three-syllable words. Repeat the words after me if you can. Advertise. Memorize. Recognize. And here are a few four-syllable words. Again, please repeat after me. Idealize. Prioritize. Hospitalize. Because these words are verbs, I want to mention that when an ing, ed, or s suffix gets added to these words because we need to conjugate them, the stressed syllable stays in the same place that it is with the original word, even though a syllable gets added to the word. As an example, advertise is stressed on the first syllable, ad, because it is the third from the last syllable of the word. The word advertises will stay stressed on that syllable, as will the words advertising and advertised. In fact, ing, ed, and s endings will never cause a shift in which word is stressed, no matter what word they're added to. I'm choosing to go through these syllable stress rules slowly instead of giving them all to you at once because they take a lot of memorizing and I don't want them to all blur together in your mind. Spend time reading in English and find all the words that use these rules. Notice how frequently they happen and say each word aloud to practice each rule. Just like all the rest of perfecting a language, it takes a lot of attention and practice. So far, you should have rules for T-I-O-N, S-I-O-N, I-C, and I-Z-E words memorized. In fact, the word memorize follows the I-Z-E rule. The third from the last syllable takes the stress. Now I've got a quick promotional note because your purchases from Pronunciation.com make it possible for me to spend the time on these podcasts. The text, Pronunciation Pages, Sounds of American Accent, has a chapter on syllable stress, including a nice list of words that are quite frequent and follow these rules. I'd encourage you to read those lists aloud so you can start to develop a more intuitive approach to syllable stress. You can purchase that text from pronunciation.com for $25 US, and you can buy it and the MP3 sound files for the combination price of $30 US. That is pretty inexpensive, and you get four and a half hours of audio with those files. I'm not sure yet if I'll spend one or two more weeks talking about syllable stress. I don't want it to get boring. You can always email me and tell me if you want to keep talking about this topic or move on. My email is podcast at pronuncian.com. 
In fact, you can email me about any aspect of this podcast. I want to thank Maximilian in Germany for giving me a tip that may help the sound quality of the show. I hope this show sounds better than ever, and everyone owes it to him. Thank you, Maximilian. Don't forget, all the podcast transcripts are available for free online at www.pronuncian.com. That's P-R-O-N-U-N-C-I-A-N. And the transcripts pages have links to other free lessons online to give you more information. This has been a Seattle Learning Academy digital publication. Seattle Learning Academy is where the world comes to learn. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.